are about to listen to a broadcast of the Greater Harvest Church in Ellenwood, Georgia. In this episode, Pastor Eddie Montgomery Jr. ministers a word entitled, Jesus Has All Power. Stay tuned. Amen. For truly he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Amen. Amen. We thank God. Amen. For everybody that's in the building. We thank God for those that's in social media land. Amen. And if you haven't, amen, we want you to share and let somebody know Greater Harvest is on. Amen. For truly, I'm ready for the word. How many ready for the word on today? Amen. 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 If you got your Bibles, we're going to come from Matthews 28. Matthews 28. Amen. Matthews 28. And we're going to um, start at verse number 16 through uh, number uh, 20. Amen. 16 through 20. Amen. Matthews 28, 16 through 20. Amen. And we just thank God for everybody that's here again. And we thank God for our senior pastor. Amen. Thank God for the evangelists and prophets and everybody in their respectable places and all the members. Amen. And all that's in social media land. Amen. I really, truly thank God for you, too, because you could be tuning in to somebody else. But God got you here for a reason. He got you listening for a reason. Amen. Amen. So as you get that, we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for the word. We ask that the word that it comes alive in us, God, that I only see you and hear from you, God, that you speak through me. Let me decrease and you increase in me, God. God, we ask right now, Lord, that we come in your matchless name. That we represent your name to the fullest, God. You get the glory. You get all the honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. 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 We get we coming from a very familiar scripture, very familiar chapter. Amen. And it's Matthew's chapter 28. Matthew's chapter 28. And it reads verse 16. It reads, it says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them and when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubt and Jesus came and spake unto them saying all power everybody say all power, all power. is given unto me in heaven and in earth go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and in the name of this of the son and of the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i have commanded you and lo i am with you always even until the end of the world and then he said amen amen so we want to come to you today from verse number 18 and it says and jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth all power. If I had a subject today, well, I have a subject today. The subject would be that when he was lifted up, all power 
Jesus has all power. So the subject is Jesus has all power. He have it. He have all power. Amen. And what I want to do today is, is explain this scripture to you. I want to, to really explain why he says he has all power. Amen. In the Bible, we see that in this chapter, Jesus has ascended. He has risen from the dead. He ascended from the dead. He came back alive. He is the only God that has been dead and now alive. Every other uh, every other person in the world that attached themselves and created a God, that God is either dead or it was made and it was destroyed. Meaning that they, they made them with their hands. They created a God and that image or that thing has been either destroyed or has been, you know, destroyed. Uh, tamper with so you could tell it wasn't a god because man it was man-made so if man made that god then it wasn't a god because the man that made it would have been the god of the thing that it created so we have here seen that jesus had told his disciples what was going to happen he told his disciples that he was going to die and in three days, he will be raised again. He is the only person on earth that had his, the own, his, he had power to lay himself down and had the power to pick himself back up. That is so powerful to me because the Bible let us see for every person that believe in Jesus Christ. You have that same power. Yes. We have to understand that. We have that same power to raise ourselves up. You have to allow Jesus Christ to raise you up. I love the fact that he was the only one that he said, I don't, I lay down my life in the scriptures. He said, nobody can take my life. I lay down my life and I'm able to pick it back up again. And I come to tell you today that you have to allow Jesus to pick you up again. Amen. You have to allow him to pick you up. Well, how do I allow him to pick me up? You have to understand that power that he possessed. You have to understand the power that he has. He says all power in heaven and all power in the earth. In one scripture, it says, it says all power under the earth. So he had all power in the earth under the earth and in heaven. So that's why the scripture says all power was given unto him. It was given unto him. Well, well, I have to understand this then. If he has all power, 
then at that point, if I believe in him, as the scriptures has said, if I believe in that Jesus, as the scripture has said, that same Jesus that was raised from the dead, he's able to resurrect us. He's able to resurrect us. That's in the book of Acts where Peter proclaimed that. He says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come in Acts chapter 2, he began to preach because the people was like, what was going on? What is this that we, we are witnessing? <laughs> what is this that we are witnessing? I come to tell you today, there is a witness that we are witnessing on today in 2024. And you have to understand that same Jesus that was raised way back then, he has that same power to raise us up today. We have that resurrection power. You have to understand as a child of God that when you have the power of the most high God on the inside of you, you have to know what you are dealing with and what you are carrying. I am carrying the power of God in my physical body. Don't you understand that you carry the power of the most high God in your physical body? I have to understand that when Jesus says all power, that means there's no other power that can stop you when you have Jesus Christ on the inside of you. I'm going to say that again. When you have Jesus Christ on the inside of you, there is no other power that can stop you. You cannot be stopped by no other demonic spirit that try to come against you. You cannot be stopped or distracted by any other spirit that has no other power because Christ has all power. Everything is subject unto him. In Philippians chapter 2, verse number 6 or 8, it would say that when Christ, it says he fashioned himself, he humbled himself, to even to the point where he humbled himself to the grave, that he had humbled himself to death. And even with that, it says that because of that, it says at his name, he has all the name that was given, a name that was above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Now we got to understand this. I have to preach that Jesus Christ is Lord. We don't preach it like we used to back in the day when I was growing up. They used to always talk and emphasize on the name of Jesus and how he is Lord. And now I see why we have to do that. It's because of the fact that you have so many people that's allowing a lot of lords in their lives. You have so many people that's gravitating to a lot of lords in their life. They have put lords in their mind. They have put lords in their heart. But I come to tell you, it's only one Lord. It's only one Lord. It's only one Lord. It's only one faith. And it's only one baptism. And that's what we see here in Matthew chapter 28. 
we see that it proclaims and it's starting to introduce to the believer how we need to carry his name. The Bible tells us that in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 it says go ye that means that's in a commission that's an assignment you as a believer you got to understand you got to be you are assigned and commissioned to do something uh we we get too much wrapped up in our own flesh and in our own situations and in our own way of thinking we have to learn how to detox from ourselves and allow the Holy Ghost to rule, rest, and abide in us. We have to understand it says, go ye. That means I need to be moving. I need to be doing something. I need to show some type of action. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Be a witness. Be an example. Not just to your city. Not just to your family. But all nations. That means everywhere that you can possibly go. Everywhere that can, you can influence. Everybody needs to know that Jesus is Lord. It says go teach all nations. I want not just to teach it and, and allow people and allow the glory of God to be manifest in your life. But I want you to be able to be able to show them the revelation of who Jesus is. See, this is where we get mixed up. This is where we get confused because what God wants to do, he wants to show you the revelation of who Jesus is. Ah, you got to understand the revelation of who Jesus is so that way you can now walk this walk with the faith that God wants you to walk it with. In order to walk out your faith, you got to have the revelation. Uh, if I have the revelation, then it will encourage me in my faith. When I have the revelation who Jesus is, it will help me walk this Christian journey. When I have the revelation of who Jesus is, then it will help you live a successful and an easier life. When you have the revelation of who Jesus is, you will begin to love right. You will begin to talk right. You will begin to think right when you understand the revelation of who Jesus is. That's why the devil don't want you to know who Jesus is. Uh, he, he would like, he, he don't mind you understanding him as a father. That, that don't mean nothing to him. He don't mind you understanding him as the son. That don't mean nothing to him either. Nor does he mind you understanding him as the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Uh, that really doesn't mean anything to him either. Because what happens is he himself know who he is. He know that he's been with him before the foundation of the world. He was with him. He know his splendor. He know his glory. That's why he don't really mind if you know him as that. As the title of who he is. Uh, some say I know him as Jehovah Jireh. Some say I know him as Jehovah uh, Sikinu. The devil really don't care about that. He don't mind if you know him as those titles that, that 
that really don't scare him. That, that really don't scare him because he says, I can still play tricks on their mind if they only know what they are dealing with. If they, if they don't know what they are dealing with or what they have, I can still play on their emotions. I can still play on their mind. I can still influence they spirit but once you understand the revelation of who he is then at that point you know he he gets scared because he say now they understand who they are and who they represent so now he tell jesus tell them not only just to go you therefore teaching all nations uh, i got to teach you the revelation of who he is but it says that i want you to baptize them uh, i want you to submerge them in a name oh my gosh don't y'all see that he says i want you to baptize them what baptize them where baptize them who baptize them when he said baptize them in the name okay so what does that mean i want you to submerge teach people how to be submerged in the name oh when i am submerged in his name then that means i begin to understand the power that's in his name uh, i begin to understand the benefits of proclaiming his name i begin to understand the power of his name when i am submerged in his name that's why we have now a days we have so many people that don't want to be identified or want you to even preach or teach or even expound on the name of the Lord. Uh, 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 see, when you don't understand his name, uh, you, 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 you get hit with a lot of attacks, a lot of fiery darts. And those fiery darts can, uh, can weigh on your mind. Those fiery darts can weigh on your heart to the point where you start questioning yourself. And in some instances, you will question God. But when you under, when you have been submerged in his name, that means that I have been, I, I have been submerged. I went up under. I have when and when it talks about baptism, it's baptizo. It means to submerge, to take under, to go under. When I go under, that means I simply I I, I, I I basically surrender everything and I allow myself to be up under something. I, I allow myself myself and I submit myself to something higher than me. I have submitted myself up under something. So he says, I want you to teach them baptizing, submitting, learning how to submit up under an order of a name that's above every name. He says, uh, uh, submit and be baptized and let them know the name of the Father. Well, the Bible, what is the name of the Father? Everybody in here who has been born has been born born by a father they had a male person that has has uh uh united with that woman who created that baby that baby has a mother and that baby has a father amen but guess what everybody can have a father but it says it didn't say just a father it didn't say just a father it says that i want you to baptize them in the name of the father 
Uh, of the Father, of the Father. Uh, well, well, what is the Father? In the scriptures, the scriptures tells me in the gospels that Jesus Christ said that when he came, he says, I come in my Father's name. Uh, so, so that means he comes in the name of his Father. And, 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 and the, uh, the Bible also tells me that when the angel, the angel had told Mary when the baby, when Jesus was a baby, he gave Mary the name that she should name her son. That name shall be called Jesus. God or Emmanuel, God is with us. So it lets us know that the name of the Father, he says, I come in my name, and even in I come in my name, well, who is speaking that? The one who's speaking that is Jesus. So if Jesus is the name of the Father, then it also says not only of the Father, but it says that and of the Son. Oh, it didn't just say any son. And we got a lot of boys that are born and they have different names of their father. But it, it didn't just say uh, uh, any son, but it say of the son. Uh, of the son. I got to be of something. Well, what am I of? Jesus is of the father. Uh, if the father is the one that he says, I come in his name. So then that means the name of the father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So basically he's saying that the name of the Son is Jesus Christ himself because Jesus Christ when Mary was introduced to that angel, she declared the name of God. She says the angel had to give him a name that was not earthly. He didn't call Jesus Joseph. They didn't call him no other name. The angel gave the name because the angel was the only one that had the power to give a name because the angel got the name from God the Father himself and he had to deliver the message on the earth oh God have mercy so when you understand how to be baptized or taken or subdued under in the name of the Father and now you starting to see that how the son was so important that the angel had to give the son a name that name was the, the name came straight from heaven it came from out of time it, uh, uh, everybody knew about the sun uh, but the sun was before the foundation of the earth the name was there the name was there before the foundation of the earth the name was the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth it was the name that was with the father in the heavens before the earth was created it was the name that was there when he said let there be light and there was light it was the name that was there that was witnessing all of the things that was being made it was the name that was there that was executing everything that was being spoken because everything that is spoken got to go through his name so his name has so much power good God Almighty you got to understand 
saying that the name was there before the earth was even formed. That's why the name was so important. That's why it took an angel to deliver from heaven a name that was given to Mary in the earth. So that way that name that has been released or manifested in the earth, it has all power. Oh, good God am I. Because there's nothing in earth that can overcome his name. Well, why is that important to us? Why you got to understand that? Uh, you got to understand that because when you receive his name, you receive the name of the Father. You receive the name of the Son. Well, I didn't talk about the Holy Spirit yet. It says, and of. Notice that. It says, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, teaching all. Notice that. All. That's everybody. All nations, right? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Uh, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. Now, the Bible says in the scriptures, it talks about how the Holy Ghost, he says, I'm going to go back because I have now did my part. See, when you understand how good God is, you understand that not only did the Father love you so much that he has allowed his name to be revealed to you, but now you begin to see that when Christ was walking on the earth, he was revealing the name of the Father. He was demonstrating the name and the power that comes with the possession of having his name. He was carrying his name. But he was Christ, the anointed one, the, the, the Messiah, the anointed one. That's what Christ means, the anointed one. He was Christ. So the son was introducing to man his name. So that way when he says, okay, now that you have got the name, now that the name is here on earth, I have to go back to my heavenly father. That's what the son said. The son said, I have to go back to my heavenly father. That's why nobody that's living now has ever seen the son of God. Oh my gosh. They never seen the son of God. But he says, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I am going to leave you with a comforter. And that comforter, it shall be called the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. And he says, I'm going to send that Holy Spirit, but I'm not going to only send it uh, any kind of way. I'm going to send it in my name. Oh my gosh. He says, I'm going to send the Holy Ghost in my name. Uh, why is that so important? Because he understood that once he released the name on the earth, that the name has all power to be released from heaven and all the power to be released in the earth. Uh, and not only in the earth, but also under the earth. And he says, I'm going to send you the Holy Ghost in my name. So the name of the Holy Ghost is the name of the Father and the Son. 
So that means that those three, they are one. That's why he says we have one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Because if I understand that the Holy Ghost, when I call on his name, the Holy Ghost is attached to the Son, which is attached to the Father. So when I say the name Jesus, oh my gosh, I have all three that's backing me up. And when I get backed up by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, what devil in hell can stop you from being what God has for you? Ah, see, that's why he told them to teach this. He told them to teach this. That's why the devil don't want us to understand it. Because he says, if we understand that, then he says in verse 20, teaching them to observe all things. Whatsoever I have command you, and lo, I am with you always. Oh, my gosh. I feel God in here. Don't you understand when he said, lo, I am with you always? That means he's never going to leave you nor forsake you. That God is with you. That God has you on his mind. That God has not forsaken you. So many people thinking God has forsaken them. And God, I don't hear from God. I don't see nothing that God's doing. God is doing the work and he's doing it marvelous. And it's marvelous in our sight. Even though you might can't see it. The way that you see it is position yourself. Uh, if you position yourself, you will see the glory of God. So he says, all things is given unto him. He says that the, you got to teach that all and observe all things. That means God want to use your life. He wants to use you. But what we have now, we have people that don't, that don't want to be used by God. Because now we don't have the desire or the fire that the Holy Ghost brings that will motivate you to be used by God. When you understand the revelation of Jesus Christ, you will understand that when they receive that type of knowledge, when you receive that type of insight, it does something in your spirit, man. When you receive that type of insight of who Jesus is, uh, some may know him as this, some may know him as that, but it's your experience in God that you will see the different sides of God. And when you see different sides of God, you will begin to understand and love and appreciate him even the more. You will begin, you begin to understand him as a father. You will begin to see him as a son. You will begin to see him as the Holy Spirit. And you will begin to see that God, as long as you are with me, I am okay. I will be alright. As long as you are with me, I will represent you to the fullness. Ah, oh, we got to get to the point where we have a fire in our belly. That fire that they say come from the Holy Ghost. Uh, Jeremiah says like fire. How can you sit on fire? 
You can't. Uh, there's nothing you can do to sit on fire. Fire will have you move. Well, God say in this day and age, I need some people that's going to move. I need some people that's going to move with some urgency. I need some people that's going to move with some dignity. I need some people that's going to move with some in integrity because I need fire. Because when I come back, I come back for a church that's on fire. Uh, he says, I come back for a, a, a body that's on fire. I don't come back. In the Bible days, he told us, he says, in Noah terms, he had eliminated the earth with water. That's where we had Noah and the ark. But he says, in the last days, when I come back, I'm coming back with fire. And I come to tell you that those that are called by his name, you should have a fire on the inside of you. You should have a fire that's brewing on the inside of you. Uh, you should have a fire because you understand the revelation of who he is. He is my burden bearer. He is my protector. I know who he is because I have a fire that's in me that can't be quenched. Uh, you can't quench my fire. You can't take out my fire. We got so many people allowing the devil to quench their fire. But God says the fire that I put, the fire that he has is unquenchable. Well, how do we know this? We see this and he give us a actual, uh, a actual factual fact. Uh, here's a fun fact. The fun fact is this. When Moses was seeing the burning bush, the burning bush was consumed, but it did not burn up. But it was consumed with fire. When the boys and the Hebrew boys and the fire was on them, they was in the fiery furnace, but it did not consume them. They smelled like smoke, but they was not smoking because it says there was one that was in there that looks like the son of God. Oh, God have mercy. Uh, well, who was that son? That son, it wasn't just an ordinary person. The son was the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord was in the midst with them. It was Jesus Christ in the midst with them. And when he, they was in there, they was not burnt. But they was consumed with fire. And the Bible says, Jeremiah says, it's like fire. Shut up in my bones. Fire that cannot be extinguished. So I come to tell you, do you have the fire? Do you have the name? Do you have it? Like the Bible says. If you have it, then you understand the revelation of God will never leave you, nor he will forsake you. You will understand temptations may come. Persecution may come. But it will not fall nigh thee. Yeah, it will not overtake you. You will understand that I will mount myself up with wings of eagles and I will run and not be weary. I will talk and I will walk and not faint because God that I serve 
he's able to keep me, to hold me, and to and allow me to be all that I can be in him. I just wish I had somebody that understand the fire that has been set in your soul. The soul that fire. Don't you understand it takes the Holy Spirit to allow yourself to be resurrected back with him. It takes the Holy Spirit to be caught up or to be brought back alive. To be resurrected. You got to have resurrection power and you got to experience it now. Don't wait till you die. Don't wait till God call you back. But you need resurrection power now. What does resurrection power means? That means that was something was alive in you that, was, that had died out. It means something that was alive in you had died out. It means something that was, oh, I hear you, God. Something that's alive or that was alive in you, it has now faded away or died out. But he says, oh, not so, because I have the resurrection power. That means I'm able to bring it back alive. I'm, 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 I'm ready to bring it back alive. God wants me to let you know he's ready to bring you back alive. He's ready to resurrect the things that had died in your life. He was, he's ready to resurrect it. And he's going to do it through his name. Uh, the only thing you got to do is call on his name. That's why the people don't want to call on his name like we used to call on them before. Uh, when we used to call on his name Jesus 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 until something happens uh, they don't want you to do that no more in the churches they don't want you to do that in the schools they don't want you to do that in the workplace they don't want you to do that in your home but I dare you to call on his name uh, call on his name like you mean it call on his name like you want him call on his name like you need him uh, when you call on his name and you put your mind on his name things begin to happen he begin to resurrect things in you that has fallen asleep he begin to resurrect things in you that has went dormant but there's fire in his name when you call on his name angels begin to start looking around when you call on his name uh, every demon in hell begin to start looking around when you call on his name I wish I had somebody to call on his name Yes, when we call on the name of Jesus, that's why we come in his name. We come in the name of the Lord. When you come in the name of the Lord, you come in everything. I'm coming with everything. I'm coming in the fullness of the Godhead. It says in Colossians chapter 3, it says in his name, in Jesus Christ, is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Now, for those of you that don't know what the Godhead is, that's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It says when you call, it says Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ is the fullness 
face of the Godhead bodily. That's why I got to break this down for you. That's why I got to let you know the importance of Jesus. Because when you say Jesus, you saying it all. You saying it all. And that's all you need. So when you call on his name, that's why things happen when Jesus is exalted. When you call on his name, that's why things happen when Jesus is exalted. Ah, oh, well, how can I get myself out of this funk? Call on his name. Uh, how can I get myself out of depression? Call on his name. Uh, you've been calling on everything else. But we need to get like the old church and call him Jesus, 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 until something happens. Jesus, Jesus, until you get a breakthrough. Uh, you don't have people wanting to get a breakthrough anymore. Why? Because they're not calling on the name. But when I call on his name, breakthrough happens. When I call on his name, enemies flee. When I call on his name, big joy begins to come up. When I call on his name, peace begins to come up. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sickness has to go because it got to bow at Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Demons have to flee because I call on his name. Call on his name like you never called on him before. You got to be able to hold on his name. I hold on to the name. I'm not going to let go of his name. I'm not going to let go of his name. His name has all power. His name is authority. I can rest in his name. I can abide in his name. I can, I can stand in his name. Stand on the name of the Lord. Stand on the name of the Lord. Stand in holiness. Stand in righteousness. I got to be holy. I got to be right. Help me, Lord. Help me. Call his name. Call his name. His name. His name. Jesus. 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 See. We got to have so many people that believes in the revelation of Jesus. You got to believe in the revelation of Jesus. If you say that you are a believer and you serve Christ, you got to believe in that name. You got to call that name to the name shake you in the Yalabasia. You got to call that name to the name quicken you. You got to call his name till you rest in it, till you believe in it, till you have confidence in it, till you have abide in it. Oh my gosh. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Woo! The name got to be a strong tower. That's why I got to teach and I got to preach in his name. That observe everything that you observe in the Bible. It says, I want you to teach and I want you to preach and I want you to teach them to observe. That's what he said in Matthew. Observe. That means to look. That means to ponder. That means to observe, to scrutinize, to look into. I want you to look into everything that I have told you. That's what Jesus said. I want you to look into everything that I have told you. I want you to count up the cost. Oh, oh my gosh. In this last days, and I'm about to go to my seat. The Bible says how much it's going to cost. Uh, see, in this walk, you got to understand this walk is going to cost you everything. 
Uh, it's going to cost you everything. I'm like, I'm like the Avengers, uh, the Infinity Wars, the End Games. For those of you who know, I'm a Marvel. I love the Marvel movies. And one thing about Thanos, I love me some Thanos. And what Thanos did, Thanos said a prophetic word in the book, I mean in the, in the movie, that it coincides with the book. Yeah, Thanos told, he told Captain America, he told Spider-Man, he told Hulk Hulk, I mean Hulk Hulk, he told all of them, he says, you did all of that. Uh, they did a lot of strategizing, they did a lot of tricks, they did a lot of fighting. And he said, you did all of that to come back and wind up here. Uh, you did all of that to wind up back to me. That's what Thanos told him. He said, you did all of that and you wind up right back where you started. And, and he says, but I had a goal in mind. Uh, I wanted to save and create a different world. And he says at the click of the finger, I was able to change the whole world. At a click of the finger, I was able to change the whole world. And when he changed the whole world at a click of the finger, and I'm talking about Marvel, I'm talking about Infinity War, I'm talking about the end game. Uh, when he did it in Infinity War, he clicked his finger, and the next thing you know, everybody vanished. Uh, it was something like the rapture. Uh, everybody vanished. Some people had vanished. And they saw uh, Thanos. Thanos was sitting there on the porch in peace. And he had saw his daughter. And she said, did you do it? And he said, yes, daughter. I did it. She said, how much did it cost you? And he said, everything. As a believer, you got to understand it's going to cost you everything. It's going to cost you everything. He did that. And for five years in the movie, he was at peace. They call it the blimp. Because in five years, he was picking his fruits and just sitting there enjoying what he had accomplished. I say that to compare it to this. Matthew chapter 28. When he told them that to go preach and teach, baptizing them, that lo, I am with you always until the end of the world. We have a point that we have to understand and tell people the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's going to cost you everything. Serving God is going to cost you everything. You got to have your whole heart into this. You got to have your whole mind. Your mind's got to be made up. That I'm going to go with the Lord until I die. I'm going to serve the Lord until I die. If I die, let me die in the Lord. Oh, God. This thing is so real. You got to make up in your mind, it's gonna cost. If you don't understand that, understand this. Even if you don't serve God, it's still gonna cost you something. 
You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the Word has to say to you, and we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.